0: This episode of the Punk Rocket Show is brought to you by Epic Merch Store, an amazing website to get merch for more than 200 bands from all around the world! You can find t-shirts, hoodies, long-sleeve shirts, mugs, hats, tank tops, and kids' merch for bands like Big D and the Kid's Table, Voodoo Gross Calls, Belvedere, Dead by Stereo, Willem Scream, Dark Coat, Tsunami Bound, Much The Same, Brother Adrenalize, and many more. You can choose between many different colors and size and you'll get a flat rate shipping cost. Get your Punk Rock, Ska, Hardcore and Metal merch on EpicMerchStore.com. Hello my dear and sweet punk rockers. Welcome to the Punk rocket Show, episode 32. I hope you had a great week since the last episode. My name is Émilie Plamondon, I'm French-Canadian, I'm Quebecois, to be more precise, and I'm a punk rock lover, so I decided to start this podcast to spread my passion to you. On today's episode, you're gonna hear the conversation I had with Kurt Fausty. He's another of great kids books, and he wrote some books about Tony Sly and his family. He's a fantastic human and artist. I'm also gonna make you 3 repunk for the ska-punk band Be Like Max from Las Vegas Gibberish from Japan, Italy and the US Yeah! <laughs> and all this for nothing from South Africa The show is starting now! Salut les punks! Hello punk rockers! What's up? How are you? I hope you are doing great. If you're not, that's okay. Shit happens and it's normal to have bad days sometimes. I'm doing good! First of all, thank you so much to everyone for all your amazing feedback about last week's episode and the interview I made with Scott Shiflet from Face to Face. That was an awesome moment I had with him, so I'm happy you liked it too. The new album, the new Face to Face album is released. I really like it and I'm curious to hear your opinion about it. So if you want to reach me on social media and just tell me what you think, I'd be happy to have a discussion about it. And so far, I think people love it. And yeah, that's great. Also, great news. I got a notification a few days ago from the podcast website hosting. How do you say that? The uh, host website of the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) PodBeans, telling me that the podcast reached 10,000 listenings. And wow, I can't believe that you guys listened to this podcast 10,000 times. I mean, 10,000 times total since episode one, not 10,000 times last week, (laughs) just to be clear. But still, I'm I'm not comparing myself and I, I don't... I actually don't know if 10,000 listenings are good for 31 episodes. I have no idea (laughs) if it's good or not, but I'm just really happy because for me, it's a great milestone and it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. Thank you so much, guys. Speaking of good news in my life, I also started to practice with my new band and I'm really, really excited. We still don't have a name though. It's so hard to pick a forever name for a band, right? If you have any ideas for me, please, please just write me a DM. I'm really hoping to bring any suggestions to the band. (laughs) But we're going to find someday. I'm sure about that. Maybe I can tell you a little more details about the band. So it's going to be... A very fast, melodic, hardcore, technical, skate punk with two lead vocals, me and a great dude. We already are working on two songs. One of them is almost done for the music. The guys have already so many ideas, so I think it's going to go fast. I can't wait to show you maybe one song eventually. It's so amazing because I've tried many times in the past to find a full band and it never worked until now, so I'm very grateful. Also, I'm recording this episode on Friday night and I'm in the middle of a three-days festival in Quebec City called Envol et Macadam. I went there yesterday to see an amazing show. I watched The Planet Smashers and Grim Skunk. I don't know if you know those bands, so... Planet Smashers are a very nice ska band, and Kong are like super punk psychedelic, psychedelic <laughs> grunge metal band. I don't know. They have a lot of influences. They are legendary in the province of Quebec. And this festival takes place in the baseball stadium in Quebec City. It's an amazing setup when i got there i was a little sad because we still have a lot of restriction because of covid which is totally normal but i mean we can't go in front of the stage we had to stay in the seated places in the stadium so at first i was like super sad because the band is playing super far away and we can't go like dance and slam so yeah, at first it was kind of weird for a music festival. Even if I understand, I was like, oh, that's weird. But then I felt happy because I saw some friends. I was happy to see the festival staff that I like. And yeah, it was great. So I had a overall a great night. And I can't wait to go back tomorrow because I'm going to see Comeback Kid, oh yeah. I'm going to see also some great uh, local bands like Mute, also Hated It Too. So those two bands are very great. Um, skate punk, melodic punk from Quebec. So it's going to be a very nice day. I think the weather is going to be great. So I can't wait to talk to you about that next week. Okay, do you need energy right now? Well, you don't need to have a coffee or an energy drink. Just listen to the first song of the week and you're going to be very hyped. (laughs) The first recommendation for today is for a great band called Be Like Max. They are from Las Vegas. They were formed 11 years ago and they are playing such an energetic energetic ska punk music. Their songs are super short, very powerful and most of them sound more punk than ska. We can find a great 90s vibe as well. And I'm completely addicted to their more recent album called Save Us All, released in 2019. And now we're going to listen to their song called Elitist Punks. And this song reminds me a lot of the band Randy, the Swedish band Randy. Like the songs that we can't find on their album, the rest is silence, but with some horns. Okay, maybe I'm a little weird to think about that and to compare with Randy. I don't know. (laughs) It happens sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes I'm weird, but sometimes you're weird too. And Metallica is super weird too. She's trying to jump on me right now. That being said, let's listen to this song and tell me what you think.
1: So <laughs> jump!
0: I love this band so much and I think, I think I know why I'm thinking about the band Randy. I think it's because of the vocal and the drums. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Are you ready for the second repugmentation for today? Oh, I am. It's for the band Gibberish. Oh, so good. So this band is what I love to call an all-around-the-world band <laughs> because they are members from Japan, Italy and the US. They are playing amazing skate punk songs with a lot of 90s and early 2000 influences. They started to play together in 2015 and honestly I was super surprised while doing my researches. Do your own researches. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised because I honestly thought it was a total new band. Where was I? It's so good! They recently released their debut album called Strangers and you can find it on Thousand Island's record and Effervescence. Okay, this album is totally orgasmic. From the first note to the last note, nothing less. (laughs) Damn man, I'm in love with the harmonies and melodies, the very fast drums, and you can definitely hear some no use for a name influences. Okay, let's listen to their song, Gnasty. G-N-A-S-T-Y. I don't know how to pronounce this. Gnasty. Gnasty. Nasty. Nasty? Gnasty. Which is the song number eight on the album? This interview with Kurt Fausty was really emotional for me. A few weeks ago, he sent me three of his books for reviews. And I asked him to be my guest on the show because I couldn't imagine just do a review by myself. Because I had so many questions for him. And he said yes. So I was really, really, really happy. He's a very nice dude. A great artist. A real punk rocker. Honestly, you should buy his books because it's associated with two amazing causes. Punk rock saves lives. I want to talk to this dude too. And the Tony Sly Music Foundation. It's perfect for kids, but you'll like them too. Enjoy this chat. Cool. Thank you for being here.
2: No, thanks for having me.
0: I I have your books here. I love them. Thank you so much for sending it to me.
2: No problem.
0: Good. So... At first, I wanted to make a review on my own, like read the book and talk about it on the podcast and post about it. But then I was like, oh, I have so many questions. So that's why (laughs) I asked you to be my guest, because I think it would be fun to really talk about the process and because it's so amazing. (sighs) So for the listener, I have three books in my hands. I have one called Tony Fly Tames the Sky. This one. I have Tony's Butterflies and I have Punk Rover Save, Saves Life. Yeah. But before we talked about those specific books, um, I wanted to know what's your personal back- background as an author, illustrator? How did you start doing this?
2: Um, I actually started kind of from nothing. Um, I just huh. had, <coughs> I used to teach uh, youth hockey. And then I was talking to a parent and he said that his kid hated reading um, Oh, and that he kind of thought the stories nowadays kind of weren't very good. They didn't have a lot of imagination. Um, And so talking to the kid, talking to the dad, I kind of figured like, well, maybe I can make some imaginative Ah. stories. Um, And so I went to Barnes and Noble and bought a book about uh, how to write kids books. (laughs) That, great that was kind of how it started
0: wow so super diy you're like i want to learn <laughs> yeah. like youtube tutorial <laughs> to write <Yep>. kids books
2: <laughs> I watch videos and googled some stuff and yeah i read a couple books and and then i tried one book and kind of wrote a story and the more i started writing stories the more i kind of realized i really liked it so i just kept going
0: oh and what was the first topics because from what i understand it's it it wasn't about punk rock the whole time,
2: no, or like first, punk rock references. So technically, my first book I wrote was called Blake and the Turtles, um, and then I kind of postponed it for a little bit. So the first one that actually came out was called Talk the Rock. Oh. And so Talk the Rock was about um, <clears throat> a rock that gets picked on because he he looks like an arrowhead and he's all pointy um oh. and so the other rocks they get thrown into the water and they don't want to get thrown in anymore so they try to make themselves round, so they'll skip across the water but talk wants to stay pointy because he said that's the way he is and so he tries to stay a pointy rock and at the end of the day at the end of the book um they all get thrown in the water anyways
0: so oh
2: kind of just, just deal with it and realize no matter what they're all going to go in
0: Yeah, and from what I understand, all your books have specific topics to help kids with different topics. Like,
2: Yeah. um, It's interesting. Like One of the books that I actually wrote kind of for myself was uh, How High Can You Jump? And I wrote it about, it's three friends, it's a hot air balloon, just a regular balloon, and then a sunflower. And they're all friends and they play a game called Jumpers, where they try to just jump as high as they can um and the balloon always loses because he has a rock tied to him Mm -hmm. and so every time he jumps he he does okay but he always loses Mm -hmm. um and so he tries a bunch of different things to try and win and so finally he just says well i'm gonna jump to the moon and so he jumps as hard as he can and ends up breaking the string and so after he breaks the string he ends up going to the moon and then he says well i wonder how far i can go and that was kind of more i wrote that story more for me
0: Because when I first
2: started writing, I got a lot of negative feedback. A lot of people saying, like, oh, you're wasting your time. Like, why would you even write books? No one even reads anymore.
0: And
2: so, like, all the negative feedback, I kind of just wrote that story to remind myself, like, like, I should still do it if I love it. Like, it shouldn't matter what anyone else says.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's also relevant for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you don't speak a perfect English, <laughs> I could have read this book first. <laughs> I would have started before. Good. And at the same time, I guess punk rock was important in your life, too?
2: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you seem so was, to be... I was actually trying yeah. to think of when I started listening to punk rock earlier. Mm. Um, and I actually don't remember think it was sometime in middle school um oh my brother listened to punk rock so i kind of started listening to it and yeah. then my first concert i think was like i don't know i think it might have been like 15 maybe
0: oh but it was uh,
2: i went to a mill and Colin concert
0: oh nice
2: and i loved it but then yeah kind of Since I started listening to punk, my two favorite bands were uh, Strung Out and No Use for a Name.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, No Use for a Name. I can see some influences in your books (laughs) already. (laughs) Um, And you illustrate yourself too, right? So all the drawing, all the images are from you too. So you are totally DIY. Like, you do everything.
2: Yeah, in a few, I think about four of my first, like, Several books. Um, those ones I had a friend named Shannoli illustrate. Um, but as of lately, mm. like the Punk Rover and the Tony's Butterflies and stuff, all those I illustrated, and especially the stories mm. that are really important to me, like Tony Psy
0: Yeah. Um,
2: all those ones I illustrated because I had to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So, and yeah, let's talk about those specific books. What did you? Uh, how did you get the idea of making them? Was it a uh, contract you had like someone asked you can we do that because i see that you you have collabs with bridget sly uh, with punk rock saves live was it did you approach them or they approached you
2: (laughs) i actually so tony's butterflies was the first one it went tony's butterflies tony fly tames the sky and then punk rover
0: oh okay yeah
2: and tony's butterflies i actually um because of everything tony did for me and like i mean i still never met him but yeah. like his music just affected me so well oh, yeah, and did understand. so much for me that like I, I wanted to do something in return for like his memory um, and so I reached out to I found the Tony Sly Music Foundation mm-hmm. and I was like oh well maybe like maybe I could talk to them and do some type of book and I actually got an email back from John Sly Tony's brother yeah and so I talked to him for a little bit and he was like well let me get Bridget in on this and so I talked to Bridget and John for it's probably, like, a few weeks or so, maybe a month. Wow. Um, and, yeah, so I got to talking to them. And so I wanted to do the book but wasn't sure on the story. And I was, like, I'm kind of open on the story. I don't know, uh, like, what you guys want me to do, if you guys have a certain area you want me to go for. So John uh, mentioned making the first book off of Kira, uh, yeah. um, Tony's song for his daughter.
0: Made me cry. Because he said how
2: he made it. I know. And I, that's such a good song. Yeah. And he talked about how Kira he made is a lullaby for his daughter. And so he said that might be a nice, like, turning a lullaby song into a book. And so I tried to pull, like, a bunch of little pieces of that song into the book. Yeah. And then Bridget asked me, Do you think you can make it a kid friendly version of Tony passing on and not being here? Wow.
0: It's.
2: And so I. I kind of like the challenge. I thought it was hard, but I was like, I kind of want to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
2: she said, if you think you can make a kid friendly and not like, of course, like not disrespectful, nothing like that. No. She goes, I want you to try it. Wow. And so that's where Tony's Butterflies came from.
0: Oh, uh, wow. So she asked you to adapt it this way. That's amazing. I I mean, I'm not a kid, but I'm, I read <laughs> this and I was like, it's amazing for all grieving kids. Like... Whether it's a parent, a grandparent, maybe a, an animal, I don't know. But, you know, I think it's so helpful and beautiful at the same time. And yeah. yeah, I
2: had a, a few people come up and say that they, they thought the book was really well, but they thought the idea was really good too. Because they said it's, it's a really kid-friendly way of explaining to a kid, like, if a grandparent passed on or mm-hmm. something. They said it's a really... It's a nice way to kind of introduce that to a kid that might not understand what's going on.
0: Exactly. It's, it's really uh, abstract. Is it a word? It's not concrete yeah. for kids, like young kids. Yeah. Like I think about Kira. She was really, really young when Tony passed. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. sometimes, wow. It's amazing. <coughs> um, oh, what made me cry in this book? In Tony's butterfly is this image? It's uh, the butterfly. (laughs) It's like with two babies butterfly in in Mm -hmm. in the wings, and oh yeah, Uh, great. And there's a
2: funny story where uh, as I was writing the book, and I was I kept kind of kept in contact with Bridget and John. Yeah. um, And so I was giving Bridget kind of updates on like the book's almost done. Mm -hmm. I'm getting there. Like um, one day i i was talking to bridget and telling her like oh the book's going really well um i was like halfway or three quarters of the way through illustrating and she said how i think it was she went to her parents house or tony's parents house i can't remember but she said they went in the backyard and there was a a dragonfly sitting on a flower oh and she said that it was like a an emotional moment because
0: of the book and everything. Oh, I don't want to cry now. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, shit, that's intense. Because at <laughs> the end of this book, you put some drawing and uh, letters from the girls, from Fiona and Kira.
2: And yeah, Bridget,
0: I- Bridget too, wrote a very nice message. And she, she put a nice picture of the family mm-hmm. So they sent you that and you you just said, oh, I'm going to put it at the end of the book.
2: Yeah, I I mentioned to Bridget because because the book was for Tony. But like they everyone I've talked to said how Tony was such a big family man. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. So I definitely
2: wanted to get that into the book of like that. It's not just Tony's book. It's like Tony's family's book. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, I talked to Bridget about like. Would your daughters want to illustrate a picture for the book? Like, would they want to do something? And so she mentioned that they wanted, they liked the idea of illustrating a picture for it, but they also wanted to write, like, a little something. And so I told them to do whatever they wanted, write as much as they wanted, and I would get into the book somehow.
0: So that's the first one. Then you wrote Tony Fly Tames the Sky, which is super nice, too. I love the name, Tony Fly. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> just amazing. I, I love. Puns. I was trying to think of the name for him,
2: <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I don't know if I should do Tony Sly." And then it just—I was kind of like, "Oh, well, Tony Fly <laughs> yeah. just flows right through."
0: I love this, and so I think at the uh, you make donation f- about this book uh, for the Tony Sly Music Foundation for Kids. What is this uh, foundation? It's um, interesting. So
2: the Tony Sly Music Foundation for Kids—it's um, run by Tony's family and stuff. Oh. And they, what they do is they, any donations I go to them, they turn around and put them into different music programs.
1: Aww. Um,
2: and especially ones that are, that are for Tony and kind of do things with Tony and his, his legacy. Um, but yeah, since I've worked with them, they've given, I think they've given to like guitars in the classroom. There was a, a music charity, yeah. I think in Mexico, they gave some money to, they, wow. they've been giving to different music charities all over. Um, But yeah, I set it up with them that we have it set. So both books, um, 100% of the profits go to the charity.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. It's amazing because him passing was a tragedy for, of course, his family first, but also all the punk rock community. I remember exactly where I was when I heard about that. I'll shitty i was feeling for mm-hmm. for months i started my cover band after that because we wanted to make a tony's tribute and i realized that there are a lot of beautiful things that came that came out because of this so you know like your yeah. books all the tributes the punk rockers did mm-hmm. all the love well, they probably received too mm.
2: exactly and and it's I thought it was crazy because, the like, doing the books and I had people, like, asking, well, like, Tony must have affected your life so much and done so much for you. And I was like, like, he did. Like, even his music just got me through some really, like, hard, tough, dark times. But I was like, the crazy thing is, like, I did these books for him and he did so much for me. I still never even met him.
0: Yeah. And I was but- like, I
2: never even saw him in person. And I still, like, he did so much from for just what I was going through and everything.
0: Yeah. I met him once. Like a very long time ago. Like 15 years ago. I was starting my radio show. And I <laughs> I was a very shitty interviewer. Maybe I still am. <laughs> I don't know. But I, my English was so bad. Like so worse <laughs> than it is right now. And oh my god. I was feeling so ashamed. But he was so patient. He answered all oh my stupid question and he was super nice to me <laughs> but it's all it, i've
2: heard is he's just such a nice guy oh
0: yeah it took like 45 minutes with me i had a, a little like recorder at the <laughs> festival and i was like <laughs> i was like interviewing <laughs> him and he was super patient i was so happy um but yeah he had an amazing influence on me and still has and it's amazing that you wrote those books uh, for him, and you also have another one. Punk Rover saves lives. Another pun for <laughs> Punk Rock saves live I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. I actually, the funny thing is that that book kind of came about because of the Tony Fly books. Oh. Because um, I had um, Rob Rover, who's uh, one of the co-founders of Punk Rock Saves Lives. Mm-hmm. Rob. He reached out to me, and oh. he told me that he was uh, he's friends with Bridget. And so he was like, "Oh, like I've heard about you." And he told me he had a an idea for a book Ooh. where he wanted to do a book on a a corgi because he loves. He, I think he has three corgis, oh. but he loves <laughs> he loves corgis. Um, but he said how he wanted to do a book on a corgi that gets judged for being all punk and looking all punk rock with chains and mohawks and everything. Um,
0: yeah, I love this one. He, mm.
2: Yep, and even though he gets judged and everything, he still just keeps doing good things like. He might look all punk and all tough and stuff, but he's just like, all he's doing is giving to people. And he wanted a story about that.
0: Exactly. And it's a super good metaphor for kids to learn to accept all differences and accept Mm -hmm. all humans for for what they really are, not for what they look. It's good for uh, anti-racism, anti-sexism too. I I thought about everything when I I read that. So I think you you succeed at uh in at involving great values in the books thanks yeah
2: yeah i i keep trying to because that's the one thing i want to do with my books is is hopefully make kids books that can kind of help kids understand different points of view and kind of get a better a better grasp on changing the world and making it better because it just seems so so divided and so torn apart right now the
0: books can help. A lot of adults should read that too
2: <laughs> these yeah, days. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I
0: don't
2: know if they'll change their mind as much as a kid, though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> it's really nice. And in the, um, I forgot to mention this uh, earlier, but in the Tony Sly books, um, you put a lot of lyrics. It's great, and we we can realize how poetic they are and how significant they are in many different contexts
2: yeah and i tried to get a lot into the tony fly tames of sky because i really wanted more more tony into that book but it was and i still i'm still kind of i kind of like the book i there's things in that book i don't like because i wish i would have gotten the lyrics to to flow more with the words uh. but i didn't want to change any of Tony's lyrics.
0: Yeah, because I, got, uh, I just thought yeah. they were
2: so good. I was like, I don't want to touch his lyrics.
0: Yeah, you you're quoting "Chasing Rainbow," "International," "You Days," and I was like, I know what you did there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> his lyrics. There were so many good lyrics to like yes. throw in. There was even I think I even had a like a notebook that had all the lyrics I wanted to use, and there was a bunch I didn't use that I was like. I could almost make this book like longer, I could make it sadder, I could make it happier, like his lyrics are so good that I was like, I could take this book anyway, just from his lyrics. Yeah,
0: it's so true. (laughs) Yes, that's great. And um, I think all the books you, that's interesting. You put some uh, code to scan and we can get to some cover songs, some other of a DIY artist, you put a link to see an amazing International U-Day cover by my friend Anne from 4im. It's, it's yeah. very nice that you yeah, took I, the time to do that.
2: I, uh, I messaged her on Facebook because I saw her and Chris post yes, that video so, of International U-Day. So much shivers! So, oh my god, <laughs> it was crazy. so good. I, I remember I, <laughs> I saw the video while I was at work because I had a small break. Yeah. So I watched it and I ended up being late coming back for break because oh. I just sat there watching the whole video.
0: Oh yeah, it's so good.
2: Yeah, I got sucked into it. But yeah, I, I messaged her and she actually had uh Tony's butterflies. And so I was like, oh, so I talked to her and I was like, is it okay? Can you guys record the song to make it like a free download in the book? Ah. And so they actually re-recorded it and made it oh. up the value of it.
1: And nice. so made it like a,
2: a, a slightly better version.
1: And then oh, they put it in
2: the book. And I'll then check. I s- spoke to uh, Sparrow Sleeps that does like the lullaby uh, covers of different songs, and, yeah. and they said they were huge Tony fans, so they were okay with putting the what was it the No Use for a Name cover mm-hmm. lullaby cover into the book for free.
0: It's very nice that you took the time to to share all the the works from other artists. It's yeah. that's the punk rock spirit. <laughs> like
2: you said tony tony's done so much for so many people i figured kind of trying to get a lot of those points into the book i thought was a big deal
0: yeah oh wow and what are your your next projects
2: um i actually have because i guess you have
0: you probably have way more to come
2: (laughs) oh yeah i'm working on a lot um i had two that released one released about a month ago one released a couple months ago um One's called The Pressing Monster, and I wrote that about depression. Oh. Um, and it's a robot that deals with depression because it's such a big deal nowadays.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and right. he,
2: he gets a little monster stuck inside of him that just keeps pressing a button that makes him sad.
1: Oh. And so he doesn't understand
2: or realize it. And then later he realizes the monster's not bad because depression's not technically bad, but when it kind of consumes you, it can be. So you just got to learn to To understand and deal with the the monster um and then i wrote a another book called i bark you about a dog that gets left at a shelter oh and so the dog is just left and keeps saying the dog keeps saying i love you to people but they don't understand it because it's a pit bull and i feel like pit bulls get (laughs) judged um and so yeah it keeps saying i love you but people keep thinking it's just barking at them so Mm. they ignore the dog and then finally the dog says, I love you. And someone says, I love you too.
1: Oh. And the
2: dog ends up getting adopted. Whee. But oh. then I have the other book I have that's coming out. Uh, we're talking September 12th, um, but it's going to be called We. We? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just illustrated this one. I didn't write this one. Okay. Um, but I worked with my friend, Josh, Josh Kramer, and he's friends with a lot of the punk rock guys. So he's like kind of in the punk rock scene. Um, but we wrote a book called Ween. It's gonna be about how the day after 9-11 mm. um, in
1: 2001,
2: the day after that, everyone like came together so well and worked so well as a team. True. And like kind of where is that, where is that gone? Now we're so divided, like why are we <gasps> back to that?
0: That's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to find the answer in this book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope I did a good job. Josh said he liked my illustration, so hopefully it'll be oh,
0: well. Oh wow! And so, and do you think about doing more uh, punk rock related books?
2: I have. <clears throat> um, we were gonna wait and kind of give it some time, but mm-hmm. I have talked to um, Punk Rock Saves Lives about doing a sequel.
0: Oh yeah, so that, that
2: one mm-hmm. I kind of already have an idea on the story. So we're gonna give it some time and we'll see. Um, <clears throat> and then here and there, I've kind of bounced around the idea of another Tony Fly book, but we're going to wait and see on that one, too.
0: Oh, yeah, it's probably a very good idea because <laughs> we're still not forgetting him.
2: I know. And that's I, if I do a third one, I definitely want to make sure it's it's good and doesn't hit any wrong buttons. So if I do a third one, might be a little bit, but I'm definitely looking at a second Punk Rover.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's a good, wow. It's it's an amazing concept. It's good for kids. It's good for adults. You know what I'm going to do with those books? I, because I ha, I don't have kids, but I have like, my best friends have two daughters that I consider my nieces and they, they're they learning English. So I oh. think I'm going, because it's simple to read. So I'm going to make them read it and learn some, some words and I'm going to have an opportunity to talk about Tony Sly and... Cause they know I I love punk rock. They they came to see me play some covers. <laughs> so that's awesome. And I think it's could be amazing to make them learn English with this.
2: Well, and you can always play some some of Tony's music in the background while true. they read it.
0: Totally true. They're gonna be super happy. I can do that with my nephew too. And so, where can we buy those?
2: So all the books um, you can get to them from com,
0: mm-hmm.
2: or you can search them on on Amazon they're mm-hmm. all on there right now. Oh, cool. um, okay. I'm trying to look at some different I'm trying to get into a few different avenues but they'll always be on cfulstybooks.com.
0: So I'm going to put this link on the show notes so it's going to be easy for the listeners to to get them. Awesome. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much. It's such a beautiful project. Uh, the the like it's 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 feel-good. It's feel-good books, in my opinion. It's not heavy. It's not lecturing, kids. You know, it's all positive vibes. Did you... Well, that's what I, I yeah. wanted to
2: do with my books, is kind of just s- stories that you can just read and it doesn't matter how you're feeling or whatever. It just kind of
0: mm-hmm.
2: hopefully makes you think a little bit, but yeah, it can make you kind of feel good about the day or kind of just emphasize, emphasize. yeah. Just, just feel what you're feeling,
0: and it's super colorful. So even uh, the books about like grieving, looking for Tony, it's still mm-hmm. beautiful. It's still lots of colors, and yeah,
2: yeah. That's what I've always tried to make my books not not too bright to where it kind of seems like they're just in your face, but
0: no, no, it's not too to much it catches
2: your attention. Yeah, and it's yeah. not
0: too much either. It's a great balance. I'm, I was like, oh, I, I probably like thought about that balance Mm.
2: and I'm still I'm still working on being a better illustrator so hopefully that'll keep getting better
0: (laughs) I don't have any advices for you I just (laughs) I just can't draw anything
2: (laughs) that's all right when I started I wish I I could I I could do stick figures and I've kind of grown from there
0: (laughs) oh so everything is possible (laughs) exactly (laughs) thank you so much Kurt and we'll keep in touch tell me uh, when your books are released the next ones and it's super good keep doing this it's important
2: definitely and i can't wait to hear your your band come out
0: oh soon I get. i hope <laughs> so we're working hard <laughs> thank you for asking. <laughs> cheers to tony yeah cheers to tony and now it's time for the last repugmentation for today the last song of the week is for the band called all this for nothing This is a very very interesting band. I have never heard something like this before. It's like punk rock mixed with some prog influences. The band is from South Africa and I really love the mix of feminine and masculine vocals, the amazing vibe and the catchy melodies. You're gonna like it too. I could definitely lay down on a couch or a bed and listening to this band for hours non-stop. This band literally makes me dream. Let's listen to their new single, Wonder. Are you having amazing shivers all around your body right now, like I do? Because this band is just magic. (laughs) Wow! The episode is already over! I hope you had a great time with me today! Thank you so much for listening. Thank you also to Epic Merch Store, our sponsor. Thank you to Scott Quiz for the edit and co-producing. If you want to help me to spread punk rock even more, you can subscribe to the show, rate me a 5 stars on iTunes, and spread it too, like sharing, tagging me in social media. This is super appreciated. If you want to financially support the show, you can subscribe to the Patreon page and have access to a lot of exclusive content. You can also make a one-time donation on PayPal and buy me a copy. All the links are in the show notes. On the next episode, am I gonna have a guest? Am I gonna do only recommendations? mandations? The answer is I don't know, I want to go with the flow for next week, so I haven't planned anything yet, so it's going to be a surprise. (laughs) Until then, punk your life and see you next week!